I also got super lucky in that one of the the first people I talked to ended up being I don't know if I should say he's an AOC member in the office um, and he really just was like all right instantly he was going to give me a shot and then he would also do this thing where I'd get a call at like 7:15 in the morning but it was when he would talk to other agents or P- or competition like somebody wanted to meet him for coffee to try to get his business and get his you know his finance deals and stuff and yeah. he'd be like well call your guy and I'll call mine and if I didn't like I'd answer at like 7:15 oh no kidding wow he was or he would like time how long it took me to respond to a text interesting and he'd show them so wow that was a big portion that's a big that's but he's wow. continued to be suit and I'm more than thankful for him and Welcome to another episode of the Contacts to Contracts podcast. I am Brian Lovell here with Mr. John Jones and very special guest today, Mr. Jake Keglor. So Jake, thanks for joining us. Happy to be here. You know, it's it's funny. I was uh, I was at a an event sometime night last week with Jake and we were talking about the podcast somehow. I think it was, oh, Kyle was there taking pictures and I'm like, I feel like every time I look up, Kyle's got that thing zoomed in on me. And like, what do I do? Should I pose? Should I just be act natural or Damn whatever? Yeah. But what we were talking about is Jake, like when, you know, you and I had announced that we were going to do a podcast, Jake's post on social media was something along the lines of, don't you already talk too much? <laughs> <laughs> and yet here yeah, you are. Yeah. Pretty much, right? Here I am. I got that message last week. He's like, hey, when are you going to have me on? <laughs> let's go hey so uh so jake we're gonna we're gonna talk to jake a little bit about um rookie rock stars jake how long you been originating man you've been in the mortgage business a while but how long you been originating two and a half years two and a half years had a fairly decent year last year Mm -hmm. right what did we we figured out over almost 18 million in production yep Yep. in 2020 and so far nearly 12 million in production through july Mm -hmm. uh so far in 2021 congratulations dude that's that's some big time production and yeah. Two and a half years of being in the business. So, dude, before you got in the mortgage business, did you do anything fun? Yeah. I worked at Apple. Um, I liked that a lot. Thanks, for, Jake. I mean, for the most part. Yeah, you're welcome. Don't <laughs> ask me to fix your cell phone. I don't tell many people that because I don't want to. So you were in sales or what side of no, it were you in? Okay. I, I mean, you, all, you automatically start in sales on like the retail side, and then I moved on to do tech support stuff. Oh. But so you get you get guys you like me, this. yeah. That you get, yeah. But you can't like, fix his iPhone. I can. I don't know. <laughs> I probably couldn't anymore. Everything's changed so much. It's been a long time, but yeah, it was fun. Got to see some crazy people. So this seems pretty tame. To crazy. Be honest. This, well, this the, the I, well, the iPhone followers, right? I mean, that's just crazy. I mean, that that store is just rocking. It, it always and rolling. Like, always I threw my cell phone. How are you going to make this right? I was like, don't throw your cell phone. Like, I don't. <laughs> By the way, these things, are, they're advertised as waterproof up to three feet. No. It, one inch in the water, one second, dead. <laughs> Had to buy a new one. So false yeah. advertising there. Thank you, 1-800-APL-CARE. Yeah. They'll take care of you. Yeah. 250 bucks later. Yeah, Thank you. You weren't. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, that was fun, though. Uh, they have a pretty good uh, customer service model and stuff. Uh, so that was, I, I, it translates over here, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, a lot. So, yeah. And you left Apple, went right into the mortgage biz? Well, 
I moved to Colorado, and uh, my mom was not happy about that very much. And I missed family too, so I moved back home. And then I got to work. I jumped into mortgages and started working as a junior underwriter with under Jane, who famous, was awesome, the famous Infamous, Jane Calacatronas. Yeah. And then, um, kind of, I was the first ever junior processor. Yeah. Under Wanda, who taught us all that, and she kind of started headed up that thing. And then I was the head of the junior underwriter or the junior processors for a few years with Jane Long Kersey. Time. Which was fun. And, and, and you decided to leave that because you loved LOs and their oh. attitude so much that sales was the way to go, correct? Mm. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, for the most part. Okay. For the most right. part. They're all right. right. I would walk around the office and Jake would be like, it, you know, it, it was yeah, the LO of the too. day. Let uh, me tell you about yeah, the LO yes, of the day. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> you know, we won't my, we won't uh, drop names or anything like yeah, names, right. But, but I yes, did tell somebody that I'd get some IMs. <laughs> somebody requested that I not be their junior anymore because I got into it with their TC. I mean, my thing is like, we can do it right. You know what I mean? Like we can yes. try to do it. Right. At least try. Yeah. Yeah. I ended up getting into it on the TCs, and said person comes in and is like, you know, in order for us to stay friends, I think we should. I'm going to request not a work. different yeah. junior. And I was like, that's funny because we're not friends. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the beginning of the end. And I think like two days later, and I was like, I went into. Open Justin. and direct. I like it. I went into Justin's <laughs> wow. office and I was like, so um, maybe you want to go into sales. And he was like, <laughs> okay. I'm forcing my way through into so sales. What can you do for me? And he's like, well. <laughs> Are you and I you kind of caught me off guard a little bit. So what, you know, background in retail, I know you did some of that while you were in college, correct? Mm -hmm. Like that was just something to do while you're in college. Mm -hmm. um, what, why the more, like, why did you get into the mortgage business? What made you decide you wanted to get in the mortgage business? Don't smile. <laughs> well, uh, my mom is uh, Laura Lynn. Um, yeah, so I just kind of grew up around it. And I, just, I guess I fell in, fell, I'd say I fell into this. Okay. I don't. I don't mind that I fell. Yeah, into this. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's how most of us get into yeah. it. Like, we don't go to school thinking I'm going to be a mortgage broker. Yeah, I think in third grade loan I was officer. like, I'm going to yeah. be a loan officer. But uh, except Tim Hart, Tim, if you're watching. Yeah. Only, no, I mean, listen, man. Right. I I get that now. I <clears throat> I have two kids, and they're 11 and 15, and like I can already see in my mind where they could fit in um, into this business. I want them to pursue all of their own things, which you know I know you were allowed to do that as well, but like in the event. Like I feel like this is a this is a great career in this business. It doesn't matter whether you're an underwriter, a processor. It, it doesn't matter what you do. Mm -hmm. I just think this is a great business. It's a great opportunity for for career growth. Right? You can start it off. It's what you make it. Yeah, it is what you yeah, make it. I, yeah. I guess the sky's kind of the limit. Your yeah. limiting factors. Guess yourself. So yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of fun. So you go to Justin. <laughs> And you're yeah. like, hey, dude. Now, to be clear, Justin and I have been friends for years. Yeah, real, real long I time. mean, yep. it's kind of incestuous. In this yeah. And he's talking about Justin area. Kelly, who we've had on this podcast as a, from the, in the Top Producer series. Um, you know, here's the thing, Jake. I would say, like, you could have picked any mentor. I mean, obviously, your mother is a, a mentor in this business to you, too. But like, you could have. She didn't know I was going to talk to him. Okay. So, but but uh, was there a specific reason you picked um, yeah, I think that 
I would say I'm kind of a, on the on the more of a difficult person personality side. Um, and as far as leaders go, I don't automatically look at somebody and just because they say something, listen. Like I, it's never really been me. I always like, oh well, yeah. are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And Justin's doing this, and he would. I've. I mean, obviously he has been with Florida Lynn forever on top of being a friend. And I mean, I've seen what he's done and he works incredibly hard. So it's not hard for me to listen and take direction yep. from that because that's what I respect. And Because you respect the fact that he's doing it. Not and that he's everyone doesn't do that. I'm yeah. not saying that, but it's just <clears throat> some people are all about saying and not necessarily about doing. And yeah, I right. saw him not saying too much and doing a lot. So I, I have the utmost respect for him and he's been a great help and mentor. And yeah. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about when you're a rookie in this business, we talk all the time. It's difficult to like, I got to learn how to do a loan and where to go get loans at the same I, time. I think the, you know, we've, we've come onto a trend here where we're seeing a lot of the rookies now, or, you know, whether, uh, whether it's with us or other companies that we're interviewing, they come from the operation yeah. side for mm-hmm. a few years where they, they know how to put a loan together, you know, and, that, and that's, ha- that's huge, a huge leg up mm-hmm. than being straight brand new in sales. Also, yeah. one of my best friends is Rich Passanante. <laughs> Drop the mic. He's like, he's just coming in here name dropping <laughs> right. people. Not, uh, not that also that helps. He responds to me and doesn't hate me the majority of the time, but that way, I, I, I've learned from him, Jen Kersey, Justin, Jane, Jane. I mean. Shanna. Well, you, yeah, you, you've seen like so. I've seen a it, lot of people. When you're a rookie, right, you're, you're struggling to do your first deal or two a month, right? Mm-hmm. And you get in the pipeline, so you haven't seen anything. I mean, as a junior processor, you've got 20, 40, 50 files. You're seeing everything right mm-hmm. at once. Yes. And you're exposed to just massive amount of situations and now how to structure and put a deal together and all the, you know, everything that comes along with that. Well, I think mm-hmm. that there's it's a fast two types track. of personalities that you get into something like in like operations. It's the people that just are, you know, pushing the paper and like there's a place for that. Like that for sure. There's people that need the people like that that need to be there. But yep. I was always kind of like, well, why do you need this? Like why are, you know, why do you need that? You, you want to learn the why, right? Yeah, like, hey, if I've, if I've got to go to the borrower and say, I need X, Y, Z, you want to be able to explain to them why you need it. Or I don't want to go yeah. back and ask for something from somebody. <clears throat> we don't need it in the first place just right. because Over it's document. on a checklist. Right. Sure. Like yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So that was helpful. And then he, I mean, I think he heard me on the phone and thought and found out that I wasn't completely inept. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, okay, well, here, go off this template and try to take an application. I was like, okay. So I did that, and it just kind of roll, uh, rolled. And then we ended up in Keller Williams' office in St. Pete, which has been pretty awesome, actually. Pretty I mean, awesome. I really yeah, like that office I mean, a lot. So. Before we get into that real quick, yeah. um, can you share with us like how important – I know you just listed off a lot of people who've been influential in your mm-hmm. career, but – when you're when you're a rookie, think of it from a rookie's perspective, and you had some background in the mortgage business. You didn't jump just into mm-hmm. sales, but how important is it to have that go-to person or that mentor when you're when you're just starting out? I mean, very important. I don't think that if I was, was just going into sales and I didn't utilize, if I just tried to do it on my own, I don't, I don't know. It would Hard not to survive. Mm-hmm. It would not yeah. have been the right fit. 
I, at all for me. Yeah, you had somebody to reach out to at every yeah. step of the way. When soon as if you had doubt, if you weren't certain about something, you had a, a, somebody to call and, and get an answer right. and know that you were back on track, going in the right direction. And like all those people that I mentioned before are great. However, Justin was like next door <laughs> for a long time. Yeah, and yo, he was. Yeah, <laughs> I need you again. Super yeah. obvious. He still is super helpful. I mean, there, there's not much he hasn't seen. So, yep, a super good resource and. Also, he's motivating in that, I don't know. It's vision very, board, it's, it's right? Very, yeah. I mean, you've got a vision board. I know he works off the vision mm-hmm. board, and it's... Um, I think he's done all of it, but... Um, <laughs> he's got to create a new one. It's just like, just seeing him and how hard he works, and then knowing that you're part of his team, it makes you want to work that hard. Yeah. And also, I'm not afraid to tell somebody to go die. And, yeah, he's... I haven't done that to him yet, um, just because I respect him. So it's, we'll find it's, it's interesting because when, when like when I first heard the news that the two of you were going to team up, I, for a minute I was like, "Man, that was like, this is either right? going to be really great or this is going to be explosive." Well, I, that's like I mentioned. I didn't tell Laura Lynn that I was going to ask him. I just went and did it. And I told her after, and she goes, "That's not going to go well." And I was like, "We'll see." Yeah, it's going pretty well so far. How how long have you guys been teamed up? Two years. Two years. Wow. So fabulous. So here, numbers tell thing. a story, and it seems to be working, thing. right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, mean, I think <laughs> I think you know one of the things we're taking away. You just said that, and we're kind of seeing a theme, is we're seeing a lot of rookies get into the business who have who have started in some sort of operational role. Yep. Um, you know, and, and here's the thing: as I think that, you know, the, the, those of us who have like a natural sales ability. Starting in that role is very difficult, right? Because we're not like the checklist person. We're not the, you know, dotting the I's, crossing the T's. And so learning in that manner can probably sometimes be pretty frustrating, you know, because what you want to do is be out there meeting and greeting people, having a good time, building relationships. That that's what you probably should be doing. <clears throat> I took the DIS test and we found that out pretty quick. Yeah. Because... I was in a position where it was supposed to be like a compliant and steady thing, and that was neither of those. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then it was the same disc results as Laura Lynn, who will tell you to this day that that was false and that I lied. And then she made me retake the disc test recently oh. because she thought that I was drunk when I took it because it came back <laughs> when I was a coach. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm not that. And she was like reading it out loud. And I was like, well, maybe I was just. Maybe that's who I want to be. Right. But I don't know. I interesting. Think so. I, I, I find the same thing when you take some of those tests, and you know, I've done a bunch. And, yeah. You know, it's, it's, you read through them, and you try to, you're like, I know what you want me to say, yes. but, you know, but I'm going to maybe. What am I really? And yeah. I think, what do oh, I want to be, yeah. right? I mean, I know if I'm going to try to fit this role, if you're going for a sales position, yeah. Yeah. you're trying to not Trick it. Ch- check yourself sure. out of that. But of all of them, the disc is probably the easiest one to trick. Like once you learn it and you know what they're again what for. it's kind of looking for, yeah. you could manipulate that thing to get the results that that you wanted. And that's why, like one of the things I teach in that is, it's one thing to ask Jake to take the disc profile or anybody else, but if you don't sit down with them to validate it, it's just words on a piece of paper, mm-hmm. right? You've got to basically build a conversation or an interview around that to try to uncover is this really what this disc profile is he really what this disc profile 
says he is. And that's the step that most leaders don't take, is doing that validation. Well, I yeah, mean, I, I took it in a, when I was in the, an operation position, then like that just pretty much validated why I didn't like it so much. Because mm-hmm. not that it wasn't for me. I definitely learned a lot. I wouldn't change anything about it. It was just not for me. Right. And, yeah. And, so well, on the sales in the sales side, you've step. seen through your mom over the years. She oh built God, a I was huge a closer business. too. What's that? I was a closer here too. Oh, I was boy. probably the worst closer of all time. All right, that's where we had the problems, right? Yeah, for that's, sure. Yeah, but Rondo, Rondo, Rondo was my manager there. Rondo French, she's oh great. Oh my God, I must respect them. Was the worst job I've ever had in my life. I'm gonna wow. throw that out there. Mine was like the deli at Publix. Oh no, I worked at Jodo's Pizza. That was my first ever job. It was wonderful. Nice. Very cool. Hmm. So were you in a server at Jodo's? No, I made pizza. Okay. And I worked the sub bar. <laughs> nice. It ruined Jodo's fingers forever. Like, I can't have them. It still makes me feel sick because I eat them, like, every day. But, yeah. Jodo's yeah. fingers? Well, you can tell, by the way. So you've, been, you, you've taken this um, post-COVID, and you've, you've congratulations, you've set a goal and lost a... Oh, yeah. I mean... I did the opposite. It must be, I stopped drinking and smoking. When did you, like, so... In, you did I started that. drinking again, but uh, I'm not smoking okay. still. <laughs> All right, because I kind of did the same thing. So my COVID was, um, you know, I ramped it up like most. Yes. <laughs> and then at the end of last year, I was like, wait a minute, i got to get my a self-check here. At some yeah. point, we're going to be getting back out and about. Like, I smoked yeah. cigarettes, and I was like, well, this kind of seems stupid to have to go out every day to go buy a new pack of cigarettes in the middle of a respiratory pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! I like it. And I, and yeah. I was in a yeah. situation where we were so busy and we were at home and I didn't really have to talk to anybody that much. So it just worked out. Okay. So I just like, I live with tea and I was like, just, just don't talk just to me quit, for like three weeks. Just quit cold turkey. Well, congratulations Thanks. for doing that, man. That was fun. Yeah, <laughs> I still think about it every day. Yeah, lost a ton of weight. So, so Jake, tell us a little bit. This is this is probably what people want to know. Mm-hmm. How do I how do I get into production? Right? How do I start doing? So let this? let's think about it. So you're located. You you mentioned you're in a St. Pete office, Keller Williams office. Um, the when, when did you guys open that office? Because I think it had to be just before COVID actually hit, right? So we were in their old location. Um, for about three months and then right yeah they moved in january okay right before covid hit okay to the new location which is a super nice office um it's in the bb&t building downtown um and then we just kind of went home when covid happened and i started going back a little bit once it kind of calmed down I mean, we were wearing masks and everything and we might be going back to that who knows but um uh, started going back to that, and it was just trying to be. My goal was to just be there, mm-hmm. right? At you know, so you had enough time to get in there and meet all the agents, establish <laughs> yeah, relationships. I do um, everything. Okay. Happy hours. Okay. Bunko. So, you, so you, yep, you knew you knew enough folks that once we went in, we went into isolation or lockdown, how did you maintain those relationships? Did you have a system was, or? Um, I mean, being in a Keller Williams office, like they were doing Reedy and Red every morning mm-hmm. with Rachel and Michael, yep. and they were talking about how important it is to stay in touch with your database. I mean, a realtor's database is consumers, or, you yep. know, buyers, sellers, whatever. But I mean, ours is really a realtor, so just calling and checking in, like, is there anything you need from us? Is there anything we can do to make your life easier? Mm-hmm. You know, how can we help you? And just doing those like 
well wellness check mm-hmm. calls. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which goes against my nature a little bit, but I did it. Right. It was okay. It worked out. So, but I, I, so I, it was uncharted I wanna, territory. So, so you, you, the way you just said that, you did something that you're not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, and that's the important thing in this business we talk about is doing the things that we know are going to generate revenue, right. right? Bring us business. And sometimes we find excuses or ways not to do those things because we're uncomfortable. But how, I mean, did you have a trick or how did you force yourself to, to make those calls? Started with the ones that I actually wanted to talk to. Okay. You got some, you got some, right. You got some momentum, so to speak. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like talk with the easy ones first. And then, I mean, I've been working with, um, we added somebody to our office. Uh, she's licensed. I mean, her name is Taylor. She's been great. Uh, brand new to the industry and, and young and like cold calling is not ever going to be something that I'm good at Comfortable and definitely with, right. not showing up to an office to drop off flyers also something that I'm never going to be good at I'd be like <laughs> and just walk out like I don't I, but well, so that, we're trying, people, trying that brings to, me back to my day yeah. Yeah. some people get into the parking lot stare at the door yep. and turn around and leave right. oh I <laughs> Before we moved into the office, Justin made me go down there, and I was like sitting in my car, and I called him. I'm like, "You're gonna have to talk me through this one because I, my feet aren't working. Like I don't, I'm not, I'm just sitting in my car outside of an office." <laughs> but um, we've all been did. there. But like, I'm trying to. It's interesting because I'm trying to encourage. Like, she's obviously under Justin, but we sit in the same office. Yeah. And I'm trying to encourage her, but it's like everyone's super busy right now, and you know, you might not get a lot of traction, but consistency would probably be the key yes and he's got to keep trying yep. right and i mean so, so you've got the advantage that you are in the office the same location so you know they kind of expect that you would want to pop in at least you know try to solicit them and get their business oh yeah i mean, I mean they're not going to be like where'd you come from my, so you have uh, that in power walk every day right which is fun okay but it also is I, I, probably everyone thinks that this is true for their office but that office is very different mm-hmm. everyone's a lot of fun and that's awesome it's a very it doesn't feel like they're even in competition with each other although everyone in Certainly the realtor yeah. and i i do enjoy being there which i guess a lot of people can't yeah. always say so I, I think you know something to take away here from what jake has shared with us a little bit a little bit in the last few minutes is you know, he talked about there are certain things I don't want to do, like, hey, I'm never going to be comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. But the activities that he does <clears throat> do, the key word was consistency, right? Right. And that, you know, whatever those activities are, the more consistent you are with actually doing them, eventually the results come. That right. was the advice that you were giving. Yes, 100%. I mean, <clears throat> you can hear it from however many people, but until you start seeing, I mean, you're going to be disheartened until you start seeing results type thing, but you yes. have to keep trying. Mm-hmm. So don't stop. So you're doing the happy hours again? Yeah, we have a first Friday happy hour on uh, okay. Friday. I okay. do that every month, though, because it's St. Pete's first Friday. Doesn't okay. Feel. Um, but yeah, I miss that. I, I, I enjoy that. As as I did when I originated, that was one. That was my go-to thing. I mean, it was you never you you never have to ask for business, right? right. You just there, you having fun, and that's and whether also or no, one thing that I've. I probably could be. I know I could be better ask, at is actually asking for business. Right. Sure. But um, I don't know. I think you guys know me pretty well, and like pretty well, I'm pretty unapologetically me, 
and it's not that I have a take it or leave it personality or take take it or leave it type personality, but I'm not also not really gonna change change all that yep. much to yeah. right. So, I mean, I just try my best to be there and be present and um, be a resource. Mm-hmm. As even you know, I'm, how many people we help every day that I don't. This isn't my file that I'm working on. Right. Yeah. And I'm just trying to help you ask yeah, the right tra- questions. Gives you, yeah. gives no you goodwill, makes yeah. them feel better. I mean, I was thinking about, so I, last night I was on a walk, and um, mm-hmm. I, I started thinking how important it is today. If you're selling real estate today, and I'm just throwing this out if you're listening, you need to be working with a lender that mm-hmm. is well-known in your market, I mean, more now than ever, to get your offer accepted. If you're a buyer's mm-hmm. agent, you better be partnered with a strong lender that's well-known mm-hmm. in that market that's going to call the listing agent mm-hmm. and, and the relationship not just being a one-off. If I was a listing agent, I'd say, hey, Brian, how long have you worked with Jake? And if you said, well, I don't know, Jake, the, the, the buyer found Jake on their own, I'd be like, I'm going to take the next offer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I want to I be taking a deal now if I'm representing a seller. Sure from a buyer's agent that works with a specific lender that has that relationship. They're a team. They a partnership. And yeah. I know that you're telling me, you, you guys both tell me that these guys are good and they're going to close and close on time. Yeah. So, I mean, now more than ever, you know, those relationships I think are super important. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I don't take it lightly that I have, I'm pr- in most scenarios in control of your paycheck. Yeah. So if this yeah. doesn't close, you don't get paid. You don't get it's paid. It's not a yeah. great feel. I mean, like it's not a pressure to me, yeah. but I, I remember when I, the first big team that I had, and I, I go back and probably haven't shared this with you, Angelo Yodice, mm-hmm. and you may remember the name mm-hmm. from years, years ago, right? And he, uh, when, when I, I had solicited him for about three or four months, and finally he said in Home Bank, he had Pete at Home Bank okay. given mm-hmm. all his business to him. He said, I'm going to give you a deal. And he said, but hang on one second. And he wrote down something. He pulls out a check and writes down $7,000 hands it to me, shows it to me, and then tears it up and says, there's your half, I'll hold my half, you better close on the 30th. Bring wow. these two together, and wow. we'll do some business. And I was like, I walked out with half a check, and I'm like, this deal better close. <laughs> <laughs> well, it think, closed, and it was good. Yeah, I, th- I think one of the good things, too, that Jake just said is he, he talked about being a resource, right, for the agents and for his referral partners. And I know, like, in the setting that you're in, you probably get asked a lot of questions about deals you're not even on. Like you got no chance of getting paid on this particular deal. But I think what I would want any loan officer to take away from this is that's where you've got to start, right? You've got to start with, I am a resource to help you in your business. We're here to serve. Like, yeah. like you, like, you know, you always talk yeah. about that. Right. It's that's the important part of it. I mean, it, even amongst us as loan officers, you'll, you'll, um, mm-hmm. we all help each other. Yeah. I mean, if it's not our deal, we're not getting paid. We're still going to help help you structure a deal. Yeah. So, so you've got to ask yourself, like, what are you doing to add value to the people that you're trying to get in business with? And I think, like, you know, you see a lot today in the day of social media. You know, a lot of folks are taken to Facebook or whatever to. You know, hey, I give you like PSAs or give some guidance and things like that. And, you know, those are all great. I'm not saying don't do that. I'm definitely saying do do that. But a lot of times it also comes down to that one on one um, that you're trying to build with whoever that is that you want to be in relationship with. But if you're just going, we talk about this all the time. If you're just going to them with, hey, I've got great rates. We close loans fast and we got all these products. Yeah, especially now. I mean, everybody does that. Everybody's got good rates. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. 
So, you know, you've got to be leading with, hey, here's what being in business with me looks like. Here's the type of resource I'm going to be for you. This is the type of partnership we're going to have. And you need to have that. What's that unique story? What, you know, what are you going to go to the street with? That's your story for why you and why the company that you're aligned with. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I also got super lucky in that one of the, the first people I talked to ended up being, I mean, his name, I don't know if I should his name. No, it's a, it's a good thing, but, uh, he's an AOC member in the office. Um, and he really just was like, all right, instantly he was going to give me a shot and gave us a shot. We came through on it and then continued to give us a shot. But then he would also do this thing where I'd get a call at like 7.15 in the morning, but it was when he would talk to other agents or, P or competition, like, somebody wanted to meet him for coffee to try to get his business and get his, you know, his finance deals and stuff. And yeah. he'd be like, well, call your guy and I'll call mine. And if I did, like I'd answer at like seven fifteen. Oh, no kidding. Wow. wow. He was, or he would like time how long it took me to respond to a text. Interesting. And he'd show them. So wow. that was a big portion. That's a big, that's, but he's wow. continued to be suit and I'm more than thankful for him and, so, so I mean, so you've got to recognize the triggers. I mean, we always say we're available seven days. A, lo a lot of <laughs> us say right. seven days a week, 24 hours a day. I mean, initially in this business, that's kind of what you have to sell because realtors have a million options. Mm -hmm. And if a realtor's trigger point is, I need an answer now, I don't mm -hmm. want to wait five or 10 minutes, you've yeah. got to recognize that. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to try to partner with that agent, You've got them logged on your phone, and mm -hmm. excuse me one second, you're taking their call. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, I think for sure an agent is not going to wait over the weekend to get an answer to 100%, something. Hundred percent, not. Like if you're an LO, I don't care whether you've been in this business for three days or thirty years. Right. If if you're not willing to take that phone call and answer that question, whether it's a phone call, a text, an email over the weekend, they're not going to wait. They're closing deals on the weekends. Yeah. So, and chances are. Not only are you not gonna, not only you're gonna lose that deal, you're probably gonna lose that agent. Yeah, I mean, that's what we have always said that we're available nights and weekends. So, don't, you guys do yeah, a great job on Friday. Yeah, you guys on Friday <laughs> afternoon. I know that's something you put out to all like, your I have an ideal partners. world. This would be a nine to five, but it's right. Definitely it's not. not. And right. I'm actually okay with that because I don't. You know, the cool, the cool thing is, like, when when I originated, you know, you, you set your schedule, and yeah. it, you know that you can take some of that time during the week that you may, maybe had to work a lot on a weekend and catch up during, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday. Right. You know, it's not a nine-to-five job, so you can kind of cherry-pick some time, you know, to take care of some mm -hmm. things, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But cool. I guess availability, and I'm not the type of person that's going to, like, brag of myself ever, so it was nice to have somebody who's producing and I, you know, earned their business to talk, to brag to others about, about you, about me, us. Yeah. So that's that awesome. Helpful. Yeah. That's cool. And it's been completely helpful. So Jake, you, you are not a man of few words. Yeah, I guess not. And, uh, you certainly have a lot of opinions on many matters. So, <laughs> Before before I kind of close things up, like, dude, is there bye anything bye you wish, anything you wished we'd have talked about, or we'd have asked you, or you could have uh, shared? No, I mean, 
Well, he talked about the Rays and my feelings on the Rays, but <laughs> Brian and I might disagree. <laughs> might we? Yeah. If you don't want to be here, you should go. Oh, <laughs> gonna get that out. Um, what else? No, I mean. So what's on your vision board for like? I haven't I, done a vision board. Okay, I I don't know what would be on the vision board because like I don't really want a boat. I want a friend with a boat because I don't want to take care of it. That's smart. I don't really want a big house because I don't want to clean it. Okay. Um, you could get somebody to clean it. Yeah, we do that now in the little house. So Elvira's there right now. <laughs> nice. Shout out to Elvira. She's a, she's a real queen. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I, I, I also haven't taken a step back to uh, – probably should do that soon it's it's been goals. it's it's been yeah. a crazy year so you started yeah. the business yeah, and then and, and then we're 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 all at a record pace and, and things are adapting i mean you shared months. with us like you know you were in this environment it shifted to this environment then i had to adapt to another environment and quite frankly who I knows think, where we're going i think from we're kind of right there again um or at least we need to be thinking about it um that we, there might be another shift in our business coming up and grab, how we do business grab but, some toilet paper yeah oh, Need God, the warning. Can, that's the one thing i cannot deal with no. Short, like, I could deal with all that staying at home, but like, why toilet paper? Like, what? Yeah. Grab it right now if you're a listener. No, yeah. please don't start that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, just to just to grab a couple of takeaways from, you know, the conversation we have with Jake, like uh, finding the right mentor is important. Yep. We talk um, about that having a differentiator um, and being consistent with the activities that you're going to do and being available. Yep. I mean, th those are the three or four things that I heard. You know, Jake share with us today. So, like, if you're a rookie sincere. out there, sincere yeah. and do the thing. Do pick the activities that you actually like to do, or you just, you can do, even if yes. they're hard. Don't 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 How follow somebody's plan. Right. It, that bothers me because it's like, okay. I mean, I, I like to long? talk about cold calls a lot on my weekly call, and sure. I know half of the group, they absolutely would never do that. Yeah. I myself don't enjoy doing that, but some folks, if you're not, if you're not, um. You, you're able but you've to been having some success doing it recently. I just read it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can, you know, in, in the way I, I always look at it, if I call 20 people and have one or two that I have success with, that's a win. Yeah. But the other 18 or 19 and maybe 10 hangups, that's tough to take. Yeah. You know, so I get that part of it. Yeah. But get a little bit uncomfortable and, uh, and do some of those things. Well, when you, you cool. find a little bit of success, you can get a little bit more uncomfortable. Yeah, do it, so. absolutely. Yeah. True, true. Jake, nice job, man. Appreciate having Thank you here. for joining Guys. us, man. Appreciate having you. Good luck here. this winter getting up that mountain. Yeah, <laughs> so either. listen, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Contacts to Contracts podcast. Give it up for Jake Kegler. Thanks for joining us at the last minute, too. On behalf Rookie of John Jones, I am Brian Lovell. And if there's anything that you need, we're always here to serve. Yeah.